Welcome to the Connor Churland Podcast, where I, Connor Churland, meet up with a musician, hear about what makes them tick, what kind of experiences they're bringing into their music, and maybe we get them to play a song. On today's episode, we have The Social, a four-piece band I recently saw at The Resident in downtown LA. The four members are Keaton, Alexander, Tommy, and Marky, and they were playing after my friend James Spate, who is also an early podcast guest. What really stood out to me about these guys was the band's energy, along with Keaton's screaming slash singing ability. But in this episode, we talk about what makes a good frontman for a band, and how we're all really bad audience members, sadly, and going on writing retreats with ya boys to get a lot of songs made in a very short amount of time. You can hear their song any other way later in the episode. Please enjoy. So how's the day going so far? How did that uh, IG Live go for a bit? Good, oh, man. Awesome. It was it's awesome. You know, it's always a good time. People are always excited to do a one hour a week. It's like, yeah. and today we had a lot of people come through, a mm. lot more than usual. Yeah. And it's like, it's a it's a random time of the day. It's like middle of the day. So like most of these people are at like work or taking a break. <laughs> and they're like, or driving. And we're like, oh, no, don't, don't accept a, yeah. or don't send us a request <laughs> if you're driving or whatever. But they don't care. They're like, I'm on my break or I'm at school and I... I'm sneak like we had a, a girl ask us a couple of questions. She was taking a break at school. Yeah. Uh, and she was in like a library or something. It was like pretty quiet in there. So she had to be like low key hush about it. <laughs> yeah, she yeah. definitely got in trouble for that. Oh yeah. <laughs> so tell me tell me about the format about that. Who who came up with that format? Like what 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 sparked that? Had you seen that before? I don't think I see much of that. We went live one day just to go live on our Instagram for and our release we start yeah, yeah I think it was for a release, okay with me okay with me our last single and then we joined some fans and just kind of started talking with people and then decided to make it like a weekly thing where we join in for an hour and just kind of talk with our fans and talk with new people, people and yeah. yeah we just fuck around and talk about whatever comes up and um, hang out talk about new music last week or two weeks ago we shared our next single with everyone who joined in Cool. Um, just like a private SoundCloud link, and that was super cool. Um, and it's been cool to like see the reaction from everyone mm-hmm. uh, on that. But yeah, it's just like a fun thing, and uh, just really engaging. And it's you know good to get to meet people who might not be able to make it to a show, or you know, are in yeah. other, other states or other countries. Um, yeah, it's super super fun. Totally. So is that the same new single that I would have heard last Thursday at the? The resident, the yeah. resident. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So it's the, the second nice. last song we did. Yeah. It's called Focus on You. Um, yeah, yeah. And we're working on a release date. It's going to be sometime mid March. We're uh, trying to plan some uh, some stuff to go with it. So we're, we're getting ready for that. Okay, cool. That's awesome. So I, I know very little about this band's inception. So, like, how you all met, how you determined, like, the vision, the direction for the band. Uh, can you give me a little bit of a of an origin story for you guys? Sure. Yeah. So it started uh, a ways back. I did a solo album in 2016, 2017, and I was looking for musicians to play shows with. Came across Alexander. We started jamming a little bit. Uh, we actually had another guy in the band, another bass player, and he kind of had the idea to start a band, band, and like start writing some music. Uh, me and Alexander had kind of like written a couple songs here and there, but like nothing crazy. And then had the idea to start an actual band and do it for real. I was like, fuck yeah, I love that. I love playing in bands. He loves playing in bands. He had 
just left uh, his previous, previous band. band yeah. um, so did you. And so did I. <laughs> and, so, uh, and I quickly realized I didn't really want to play solo music because that's not nearly as fun as being in a band um, mm-hmm. and getting to write songs with other people and stuff. Um, and I've always loved the collaboration of that. And then we actually put a Craigslist ad out. The other guy in the band put a Craigslist ad out for a guitar player. And wow. Tommy showed up. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Craigslist. Yep. And yeah. they had actually, they knew each other. From my other van. From my previous van. And, and before that, too. <laughs> and and also before a, that, also yeah. Also a Craigslist. Fine. Yeah, also so a Craigslist. Like connected through Cra- and Craigslist. And Craigslist. Yeah. And, uh, and then we had uh, some <laughs> uh, conflicting ideas about the band with the other guy. It dropped from the four of us to the three of us. And then we continued on for a while uh, before we added Marky in. Uh, uh, just like last year, I, I almost a year. Playing, yeah, I play bass for his girlfriend Tiffany Stringer. She's yeah, nice. amazing, awesome artist, and I've been like we've been playing with her for a few years. Yeah. In twenty eighteen, I met the guys back then too, like right when they were releasing the social in like twenty nineteen. Yeah. So it's just yeah. been wait. He was at the release, the single release, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Me and Mark, we go way back. Yeah, we, yeah. we used to go to like stupid parties in like yeah. twenty fourteen, fifteen, yeah. or whatever. <laughs> Just like awesome. yeah, we go way back. So it just felt like a natural fit, and then uh, yeah, the social was born. So tell me about the the direction of this band and how you decided on like this is the direction we want to go. It seems like there was also a, a potential other direction, but like what made this direction so sticky for you guys? Yeah, I think it was because we were all on the same page. Mm-hmm. Even like as you mentioned before, like the social didn't really form until after we had let our past member go yeah, yeah. and it was like for us it was like it was like a weight off our shoulders because yeah. now we could truly be the social or yeah. what it was becoming like realistically um, he was like trying to lead it into like a rock thing like more of a rock harder rock thing and he was right. very forceful about it like he wanted gotcha. it his, his way and mm-hmm. he like really wanted and we were all like on the page of this needs to be like a very collaborative yeah of like, more democratic exactly, not like de facto like, leader there's kind like of guy. one leader who like does everything it's yeah. like everyone's an equal partner in this and then we all realize like we all love like alternative mm-hmm. music indie rock bands like the 1975 walk mm-hmm. the moon the strokes arctic monkeys killers like, like those killers, kinds of bands yeah. um and we realized we like those bands and so it just made sense between the three of us especially mm-hmm. and we we wrote a song with just the three of us one time and then that was like the moment where we knew like oh okay, yeah this is this yeah i was about to say that i think that's like the moment that the social was actually born yeah well we we you actually were in the decided kitchen, that and then you run back you're like hey play that again yeah exactly that was and dancing then, on the moon yeah but that was also yeah. the same day we were like let's ditch this old name yeah because he was still he was still in the new. band or some shit right yeah yeah the other guy was still in the band he just wasn't there that day yeah. and it just was automatically made sense right, and then yeah. marky joining in just made perfect sense because he's a yeah. rock dude too. now it feels like so complete yeah now. and he loves the same kind of music we do um arctic monkeys for sure yeah, yeah. the 1975 <laughs> yeah, nice. we, we both yeah. we're nerds yeah that, that shit and yeah. so um yeah just kind of click that sounds very special tell me about uh collaborating in making songs together when it comes to like making songs oftentimes it's like lead singer comes up with like a certain line or something but i mean tommy just referenced coming up with like a guitar lick or something like that so how do you guys navigate like oh that's a cool that's a that's a cool lick or like no that's okay uh keep 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 writing man yeah (laughs) pretty pretty much Uh, just like that you want to take that 
Yeah. Um, so pretty much how it happens, it'll be like one little nucleus of an idea, like just like a little tiny like thing that's like kind of cool. And then it'll be kind of like um, almost like a rally, like with like tennis or something like that. You know what I mean? It's like he'll take yeah. over and start adding and we'll start, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like improv, you know what I mean? And that each person kind of like starts taking a, taking a spin at it. Yeah. And it, it hits this point where it's like, I don't know if this is really going anywhere. Yeah. You know? And then <laughs> it'll kick into second gear and then it's just like, okay, now, now, now this sounds, is the idea. Yeah. yeah it's crazy. Like, a lot of the times we'll jam an idea and like voice memo it or whatever and then listen to it be like, okay, that's kind of cool, whatever. And then come back to it and be like, oh, this was actually really, really good. Mm. Or that's not something we want to pursue further. And then we'll take it from there and jam on it again and build off of the ideas. And then mm -hmm. a lot of the times, like, I'll just be singing a random melody with some words that don't mean anything yet. And then it kind of just takes the shape of the song. And yeah, that's, that's pretty much yeah. how we rock it. Right. It's like an organic progression. Yeah, very much building off of each other, mm. uh, bouncing off each other. Yeah, it's, it's definitely a lot different than I've done in the past because in the past, writing with other bands, we'd, we'd like have structure. We'd be like, all right, we need to write a verse, pre-chorus, chorus, chorus right. post-chorus, and then verse. You know, it was all mapped out, and mm -hmm. then we would see a screen and then play a part and then fill in those gaps. And now it's like, I'm actually playing stuff that I want to because it's more, it's coming, more intuitive. Yeah, it's coming to me naturally and right mm -hmm. on the spot. And I would never play the stuff that I do on a screen that I would play just in a room with these guys. Cause like right. when they play something and it inspires me to play something else or something that feels better. Yeah. yeah. I think that's like one of the best things about being in a band is that you can literally just get into a room and just start jamming and it might turn into a real song. Yeah. Versus like, I've done a lot of stuff just in the computer. Yeah. It's a on session. Yeah. On, you know, yeah. a DAW and it, you know, might you might do an eight bar loop and be like okay this sucks i hate it and then you're like this yeah. isn't gonna go anywhere yeah you, you don't know where to take yeah. it yeah or you might structure a whole song and be like this has no vibe to it like i don't know right what to even do here but with other people and other musicians you can just bounce off of each other's yeah. ideas right. it kind of naturally just feel yeah. it yeah there's also like a checks and balances when you're working with people because it's like i could have an idea and this is where like trust is like super important where it's like let's say i have an idea and they're like, dude, this is nah. You know what yeah, I mean? This is not and like, <laughs> if everybody has the best interest of like what the band, like just writing a good song and right. what, you know, like then that's, you can get so much done, more done, you know? Yeah, yeah. absolutely. And um, we're, we're honest about that. Like if there's, yeah. like there's a couple of songs that we had in our set that we're like, nah, we can't have this live. It's just, yeah, just it's like the crowd wasn't in. into it. We actually brought in a song that you probably heard alive. It's called Okay With Me. We hadn't played that in a while because it was just like an energy suck. Mm, yeah. And then we played it. We revamped we it We revamped bit. it. Yeah. And it, it hits the hardest in the set now. Yeah. yeah it's so it's like, it, it's just all about how you're feeling and vibing off of each other as yeah. well. Yeah. Is there a particular environment that's like most helpful for you guys to collaborate in? You're like in a studio right now, but is there like, is there a spot you guys like drive out to someone's cabin and not here. you pretty much nailed <laughs> not, it. Pretty much yeah. not in Los yeah. Angeles so basically like uh we actually haven't done a writing trip with Marky yet but that we were talking about that 10 minutes ago before we started this in the past we've gone out and done writing trips in Big Bear and Idlewild and that is like the most inspiring and most productive um time because we just go out there with no distraction and just get to create freely and there's no judgment or anything 
we're in a new place that has no preset energy yeah. or vibe in yeah. the room. Like, no obligation. The creative juices yeah. are just flat. Like exactly, you're right. just like totally like stimulated with new information. Right, yeah. and like right now we're in our rehearsal space, which is super awesome. It's great to have here in LA because we need to you know play music together and stuff. But like as far as writing creatively, I feel like getting out of LA mm-hmm. or just getting into a new place really helps with that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and we've seen that work well in the past. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, cause we'll write a bulk of songs in like two or three days Yeah. and we can't do that here it's tough. in two, three it's months. Tough, yeah. It's like, what it's the just, fuck is wrong? Yeah. It's just, we're being pulled apart every which way we all have jobs. We all have yeah. other responsibilities and shit. And we want yeah. this to be our number one responsibility. Yeah. And there's something about when you're like waking up together, you drink coffee. We do these yeah. like creative yeah. writing things together. We, we'll like read together. Yeah. We fucking eat together. We went skating together. Yeah, like it was like, we yeah, you do, you do. Other when do you do together? that yeah. ever in your adult yeah. life? Never. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's like, it's like being a kid. Yeah, yeah exactly. Exactly. It's yeah. like summer camp, but we're in control. And we're writing a sick ass record. Exactly. So it's like <laughs> awesome, you know? It's a sick ass summer camp right there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that sounds so special. My gosh, <laughs> I'm like getting choked up by your guys' friendship. My goodness. Um, that yeah, that sounds amazing. It sounds like you mentioned the importance of trust. Like you would build trust crazy fast. Living like living together in that scenario, waking up together, reading together, writing together. It's like it's it's all very vulnerable. It's all um, it's all like very fast friendship kind of a thing which i imagine is super important as like tommy you like came in off of craigslist so i'm like <laughs> but now you guys seem super tight yeah you, just, yeah. you never know what you're gonna get and right. like we lucked out for, for sure and yeah. the fact that they already knew we each already other knew each like, other yeah. just like so crazy that that would even happen and yeah. right was that the first Craigslist post that you that you uh, yeah. clicked on? Yeah, to? The, uh, they didn't even know that the other guy made that. Yeah, yeah we didn't. We he didn't just posted it. Yeah, he it was really it, weird. And then he clicked on it. I noticed the people in the photos because I I've been on tour with him twice and um, or three times or some shit. Yeah. And then uh, yeah, we yeah. Met briefly at his birthday party. Yeah, like, so a while back. But there'd been like a pretty decent amount of time where we we weren't playing together right. so yeah. it was like kind of like random like yeah, yeah like he you know? just magically reappeared and it was like perfect timing <laughs> yeah. it was yeah. such perfect timing it was ridiculous yeah that's awesome i uh i i often get the chance to to talk to the the, the people who sing and very rarely do i get the chance to talk to the people who are uh, supporting in such a huge way and i would love to ask what do you look for in a band leader in the lead singer in like the person who's like fronting um like what what are the things that you're really looking for the things that you're like willing to stake your flag in mark is this for like an, a, a different band if i was looking for that or, uh, no, or I'm, I'm, I'm talking about like what like what is it necessarily about keaton or what is it about like any project you've picked in the oh, past I think just like, like in bands like, in general. Like, yeah, I, I I picked this singer because I believed in him for or him or her for X Y Z reason. I mean, I definitely did that when I left my other band because uh, my other band was female fronted. Has nothing to do with the fact that like they can't sing better than Keaton. But I just saw the the professionalism and like the maturity that Keaton had. And when like we would get in the room together, like the shit he would come up with, like his melodies and his his fucking voice is insane. And I was like, yo, this guy needs to be in a band. He doesn't need to be singing solo. <laughs> and then when it when it started becoming a band, I'm like, oh fuck. It's like I'm not gonna say anything. I don't wanna spoil this. 
And then when he was like, yeah, I want a band too. I was like, oh, this is perfect. But yeah. like he, he knows how to like control a crowd, lead a crowd. And like, if they're not hyped, he, he can get them hyped no matter what. Yeah. And I, I love that. It's interesting for me because this is my first time being the front man in the mm-hmm. band. I think a lot of people just think like front man means you're like the leader of the band. But like, I think a lot of the times the front man actually isn't or like everyone's kind of mm-hmm. on the same level when it comes to creativity and, uh, you know, writing the songs and, and all these things. Yes, it, you know, it has to channel through me if I'm singing the song. But honestly, I would say I'm, I'm a good channeler more so than like a, you know, front man. I feel like more like mm-hmm. I'm taking the energy that we've all thought of and, and brought up together and just pushing it out to the to the audience and the crowd. And he's humble. That's a super <laughs> humble. That's a big one, yeah. 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 Because no, normally I, lead singers be like, yeah, it's all me. I'm good. I don't carry anything when we, you know, load our stuff, so. Yeah. Doesn't set up. I don't set up anything. He's got his mic stand. Yeah, I'm carrying my voice, which yeah, is heavy yeah. enough. I, I, yeah, I'm, I'm resting my voice. I'm carrying the band. You actually saw a very unique show because this is the first time they actually full-on didn't play guitar. He usually yeah. plays yeah. guitar. and Usually I'll, I'll play uh, guitar a little bit. And I think I do like that. We were just kind of testing it out for this one. I think it adds a nice element when I do jump on and play guitar. I, I kind of use it as like a comfort zone, so I wanted to you know, break out of that a little bit. And it's nice to be able to engage with the audience a little bit more. You felt comfortable. Yeah, okay, mm-hmm. good. That's, that's good. I felt, I mean, I felt comfortable up there. Um, I just think it's nice to, you know, switch it up a little bit and break mm-hmm. up the, you know, the, Dynamics, the vibe yeah. of the show and add a little bit more. Yeah. Totally. Uh, Mark, do you have any, do you have anything in particular that you look for when it comes to who you have as your lead singer? In a bad, in a band setting, definitely the, like a big factor in it is the humility for sure. There's so many components that go into like being in the band and like, and you're also human and like you just have all these like aspects of life that go into it and like being with with the guys here it just feels like every day is like new and we can just like we're always like going off each other's ideas and just like just accepting like just accepting all ideas and like all like all aspects of like anything that in writing a song like if like oh these like like what do you think like like find a solution to this song like not just like rely on me to like figure it out i think it's like you can't have one without the other really yeah and i think that's where a lot of you know bands fall short is i mean you see it a lot the, the lead singer goes solo or whatever and um because there is that attention on them but a lot of the times whatever they do after that is lacking compared to what they did before because the energy comes from, from the entire the band, band. Yeah. it comes from the equal parts the partnership that's why it was so important to us when we were first talking about the idea and it's like this has to be an equal parts thing. It has to be everyone's in it together on the same page. Everyone gets paid the same. Everyone, you know, does all the same amount of work. Everyone's helping out equally. Everyone writes. Everyone, everyone writes. Yeah. Everyone's in. It's not like, yeah. you know, or even if they didn't write anything, it's not like we're going to yeah. like cut yeah, them out of Yeah, it's like the... we pick up in different, where someone else falls short, exactly. you know, yeah, so everybody exactly. has different strengths yeah. and talents and all that stuff, so. Yeah. yeah it works out. Man, that is such a marriage. Everyone gets paid the same is really where the rubber meets the road right, right there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've, I've seen it the other way, and it's not pretty. Let me yeah. tell you. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, we're a total equal partnership, 70 30. Exactly. And yeah. it's, it's right. deserved. Nice clean round numbers. 95 5. Yeah. yeah. Of course, 95. They 95. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's pretty cool. Yeah. It's pretty cool. You know, it's pretty safe. It's a good opportunity. It's kind of neat. Yeah. <laughs> it, it worked for Bezos. It'll work for me, you know. Keaton, as you've had a bunch of experience in like producing other artists as well as like producing your own stuff. Or who wears the producer hat? Is that something that you guys also equally share? Or is that something that uh, Keaton more takes on? I feel like I do a lot of the engineering just because I know the software so well. But as far as producing goes, I would say it's equal across the board. Like, mm. I, you know, we all play the, the parts that you're hearing on the records. We're all coming up with the parts that are on the records. I'll fill in some, like, keyboard spots. Sometimes Tommy's playing it or mm. just whoever is coming up with the ideas so realistically like i would say i engineer quite a bit just because i know how but the yeah, actual it's your equipment he's, too yeah, like, he's like, like it's so fast. yeah I, i'm fast with it but like there are definitely other projects that i work on that are like i am obviously the producer but this feels definitely more like everyone is For, like produced equally, by the social it's produced by all of us it's yeah not like um and I know, like, like, 1975 is a good example of that because just Maddie and the, and drummer, the drummer, George, produce, a lot. produce everything yeah. pretty much. Um, and they're credited that way because I would imagine they're the ones, you know, at the computer together working on the stuff constantly. And the other players are usually credited as writers, and I'm sure they're in the room and play their parts and stuff. But, like, they, they probably just have that dynamic where the two of them are the ones in the studio creating the songs as far as production goes. And for us, it's really all, all four of us in the room. Mm-hmm. Impressive. It's a lot, uh, it's a lot to take on when it comes to like producing. This is just a selfish producer question that I have about, uh, producing other people. What makes something like a bad or good experience when it comes to producing someone else for you? Oh, um, let's see. I would say, what makes it a bad experience is if you get an artist who doesn't know who they are um, and, or doesn't have any sense of direction because that is frustrating for me because it's not my job to know their sense of direction. I, 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 my job is to help them find it if they need that and I'm happy to do that. But it's definitely frustrating when an artist shows up and they don't even know what they want their song to sound like. Or, like, we write a song together and they they just, like, don't like it, but they don't have any reason why they don't like it. Definitely great when an artist can come in and just be like, this is what I love, these are the, the artists I love, this is what I want to sound like, and have a pretty good idea of, you know, the direction of their music. Because I can make a lot of things happen on the computer if I know the, the, the direction or, the you know, the ideas that they want. But um, if I don't have that, then I'm just going to do whatever... I think would be good, which might work. It might be good, but uh, you never know. And so I think that's what like defines a good session for me. Gotcha. Gotcha. Other question I have for the the whole group in regards to songwriting, what are some, um, doesn't just have to do with the songs that you've already put out, but songs that you guys generally write, do you experience recurring themes within like what it is you're trying to um, relay? Definitely. Definitely, yeah. Yeah, uh, Tommy noticed he likes, he's and very deliberate, which is really cool, but like de- deliberately, like they were talking that they wrote 
and like with two chords and did a lot of Lid- Lydian stuff like a lot of that mm. stuff just like a lot of nine chords like seven chords just like stuff yeah. Yeah. yeah so just like very very deliberate choices but also <clears throat> leaves freedom for like improvise but like yeah definitely yeah I think so and I'd say lyrically we kind of always have this I would say like umbrella theme of just positivity in general mm-hmm. that's really important to us yeah um, having a good time just trying to relate with people, you know, and doing that in, in an honest way is that's super important to us. So like keeping honest with ourselves and, you know, talking openly about different subjects or, or, you know, things that could be potential song ideas. Yeah. Just in general, we like space a lot. Yeah. I don't know. Like right. dancing on the moon. And stars and up, space. Like and majestic things. Yeah. yeah. Like, like super like, um, feeling. yeah. Life, right yeah, yeah exactly more so, ethereal or something like that yeah also like i'm thinking about it now there's a lot of storytelling like mm-hmm. yeah. another life's about your folks yeah don't go's about first part's about my bro and then, then my you, old friend, yeah. yeah some personal um some any other ways you and tiff dancing right, on yeah. moons you and tiff you know what i mean yeah, so, yeah everything is yeah a lot of like yeah storytelling you I know what i mean so people, 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 yeah. i would say like, a lot of it like kind of yeah. happens naturally like we didn't really plan on having these themes but they kind of just show up anyway because i mm-hmm. guess that's who we are i definitely like the the i think what we're trying to do is kind of like project a feeling and that's like the the, the weightlessness feeling yeah you know yeah. what i mean like i think that's kind of like what it feels like to be on stage playing in the social yeah, it feels yeah. like gravity is kind of like lifting up a little bit. Yeah. Exactly. You yeah. know. Yeah, and then the upbeat. Up it happens upbeat. when we're just jamming. You know, yeah. like yeah. the, the yeah. a lot of times we'll the start with the music first, and it's you know sets the tone for the, the vibe of whatever the song is going to be, and it could be a guitar riff or you know whatever, and then the lyric ideas kind of just come to whatever emotion that you know sound makes us feel. And we go from there. And then, like you said, kind of tell a story, try to do some storytelling and describe that feeling that we're feeling when we're creating it. Yeah. And get personal with it. And, you know, yeah. 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 That's sweet. Since we're talking about songs and we're at the half hour mark, is it a okay time to ask you guys to play a little song? Yeah. Should we do that? Okay. Okay. Yeah. Let's Let's do it. it. All right. Let's do it. Yeah. Let's grab the acoustic guitar. (laughs) What song are we going to do? You want to do. Probably in a way. I think it would be easier. Yeah, yeah, it might be I'll easier. I'll probably not translate while I'm acoustic guitar. Sure, yeah. All okay. right, let's do it. I wouldn't have it, wouldn't have it any other way. Wouldn't have it, wouldn't have it any other way. In a room full of clouds, I push my way through the crowd.
That was strong. That was strong. <laughs> Mark coming in with the claps at the very end. What a song blast. Mark coming in with the claps. I know, yeah. That's my favorite part I appreciate of the it. That's um, yeah. That was great. It's a great song. Obviously, you know that. Hope you feel good about it. Uh, other questions to uh, wrap up with you guys. Last thing about screaming, because apparently I just love screaming in general. How, when you when you have a scream, first off, how did you develop a scream? Let's mm. see. I Well, I was in a metal band when I was 13. So that's probably where shadow I first. Yeah. <laughs> if you want to look it up, it's called a shadow and a chandelier. It's awesome. It's very I highly <laughs> recommend you do it. You probably, I think it's only on Facebook. So if you ever want to find that, it's horrible. Uh, maybe I'll send you a link. But uh, that's where I first probably got that from. And it kind of just comes naturally when we're playing live because it's just like a high energy thing. Because like our recorded songs are not super screamy like we don't actually have screaming in them really on top of the world kind of does a little bit but like yeah it's pretty clean for the most part i just think like the the excitement just like i don't know gets to me and just like makes me want to like scream an explosion of energy yeah Yeah, Yeah, exactly it was like that as soon as i heard you scream because it like everybody that nice like everybody has nice voices at, at, a, at a certain level, you know, and then I heard like I've always loved people with like a crazy nice like clean voice and can scream that like data remember Silverstein situation where you're like, right, right, my right. God, you're a better singer than everyone, and you can scream better than most screamers. Yeah, yeah. no, I actually love a data remember. They're great, yeah. huge inspiration when I was thirteen for sure in my metal band. Yeah. Sounds saying, like such a diss. <laughs> No, yeah. I, no, I really did. I loved them when I was thirteen. It was. Uh, yeah, they were my favorite. I, I was also this. I was the singer, and I would scream a little bit in the metal band. That's funny. You caught. You picked up on that because I don't think anybody's actually referenced. Yeah. Us yeah. as a screaming band. <laughs> we, I definitely do a lot of screaming. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's uh, screaming is just so cool. It's. Like, <laughs> I just love the high energy of it. Yeah. yeah. Right. Like I can't yes. help it when like we're like performing, primal. it just like made, like on, primal, on, top yeah. the world, on top of the world is a big one. Yeah. It's like so fast and just hype energy that I just like I don't know. Yeah. When we were first writing that, it was just like it's like chaotic but like yeah. controlled chaos. Yeah, exactly. Sort of. Yeah. Uh, I have a question for you. <laughs> no, sure. uh, the interview has did a swap. So we gathered you here today. So we want you to play a song. Uh, what's your takeaway of the band, the social? Just um, seeing us live, you know, just. Are you saying, like, do I. I mean, clearly I like you guys as a as a band, and so far I hope I have shown you that I like you as people. Of course. Yeah, so, yeah. Are, uh, do you mean something more specific? Yeah, what, I think so. Yeah. I, was, I would say, like, like what. Uh, what were some strong points or something like that? Yeah, what made or, you want to stay? Because I know you mentioned you went for James. And then you said you stayed for our set. What made you want to do that? Uh, drinks. Uh, <laughs> that's, that's a good answer. answer. That's a great answer. That's great. Um, I, I mean, I had no information about you guys prior to you guys actually playing songs. So there, it wasn't, it wasn't anything. Um, one thing that was interesting was as I was coming up to the venue, there was like five other girls in front of me. And they were all there for the social and the door person kept saying like, oh my gosh, more for the social. And I was like, wow, the social's on last. 
So they're here really early. Yeah, <laughs> they, were, they, they, they got were so early. They I were actually feel bad that yeah. they were there so early because they didn't know any of the other bands that were playing. Mm. Yeah, um, I mean the other bands those, were also great, were also great but, but they were super yeah. good. Yeah, I'm mm-hmm. glad. Yeah, they but it was just four hours, hours before you. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. it was a little long. We were talking about that earlier. But they're they're that dedicated to where they're like, we're not going to miss the show. We're going to be front and center, you know, and there's. A, yeah, to come There's back, always room. To but come back to Marky's question, though, I I am interested. Like, what what was your perspective on seeing us? Because we, I, it's interesting to talk to someone who didn't know us and then saw us at this show. Like, what was your perspective? Just coming from a coming musician a, a, or a like as an audience, show, yeah, seeing this band. What would what would you say? Yeah, well, the good thing about me knowing nothing about your music, I have zero expert. Uh, expectations about what it is I'm about to see so the you only have the element of surprise so if you don't do anything bad you just stay on that level you know of just like you know this is good this is good and then anything that like breaks that thing of like oh this is great right (laughs) then then you're like oh 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 oh, we're in something like when you see live music I'm also like a bad person to talk to when it comes to seeing live music as a musician I somehow just like don't enjoy a lot of live music. Dude, I'm so I'm so with you. We talk about that I'm a bad time. audience it's kind member. Of the same thing, and it's like I so a lot of the times I'll be like enjoying myself, like it's it's fine. But I like think about the technicalities. Yeah, I'm looking at their gear and thinking about the gear that they're <laughs> yeah. using, stupid shit like that. And then I'm thinking about songwriting techniques, thinking about. Mm-hmm you know who's who's the one writing these songs mm-hmm. yeah what has, who yeah. produced what's, it what's the vibe yeah. uh, just of, dissecting I'm, it, i literally you know? like do this in my head <laughs> yeah. unless show. you're distracted so it's like hard to like unless it's like a band that i really love or like an artist that right. i already like know all the songs mm-hmm. of yes. I'm, I'm like so in that same boat of just like tearing it apart <laughs> yeah i see the lumineers like i saw a lumineers show and my brain shut off and it was just like yeah, I'm singing Ophelia, Top yeah, of My Love. Yeah. See, that, yeah. I love that, yeah. That's Anybody Walk the Moon for me as the same thing. It's just like, I love this shit. Like, yeah. I'm here for it. But then, yeah. like, I'll see random-ass bands. Most local like, shows. Most it's... local shows, I'm like, okay, what, is, what are you trying to do? What is what? What is this? Yeah, get me excited about something. Yeah. 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 What are you trying to do? I know you're failing at it. Let me yes. point out why. Yeah, you're failing, but do better. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, so I would say uh, the surprises involved screaming, but also like I, you can play Mr. Brightside at any point, and my brain will also shut off and be like, "Sure, yeah, 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 that's yeah, that's our biggest that song. yeah." It's like it really does that. That song is it's it's magic. Um, yeah, it really, is. really is. Yeah. Oh yeah. I I also just think like Keaton dancing in the front, just like honestly looking like he's chilling and i was like there's so many different types of front men and i've watched so many shows where i'm like i don't like this guy i don't know this guy <laughs> sure. i know very I, comfortable so, face. I, yeah. I know that that's like a very real thing yeah. it's like yeah it's so crazy how real that is and i didn't feel that when i saw you that's <laughs> nice awesome. that's a good thing. yeah that's a really good thing. i'm still kind of figuring that out so that's really good to hear yeah yeah. Sometimes when I see me, um, I'm like, I want to punch that guy. <laughs> <laughs> that guy sucks. Yeah, I feel like yeah. No, I I love I I love dropping the guitar because it like makes me forced to interact with the audience more and like you know give more to the crowd. And 
I just I really love that. But I'm glad you like my my dancing too because it's not great, but I have fun. Anyway. <laughs> That's like Dayglo. His anyway. dancing's so bad, it's but horrible. I love it's, it's my favorite dancing awkward. ever because yeah. yeah. he just owns it. Yeah, it's yeah. Like, yeah. He's like, yeah, I'm awkward. It's yeah, it's just like he's just yeah. doing yeah. it. You know? but that's like kind of our thing too. It's like I I want people there to have fun and not give a fuck about how they look. Yeah. So like I need to turn be your mind off them. and just be... I need to be like yeah. okay and comfortable yeah. with looking like an idiot or a weirdo. Right. Yeah. So I think that's okay. a cool thing. Like yeah. we spent so much time like before, like whatever the show a month before we we'll plan the show. We like we analyze everything about it. But then as soon as that thirty minutes hits, like the yeah. start of the thirty minutes Nothing to the end of it, it's, it's all it's all gone. And we're it's just enjoying each other. We trust with it. in each other. You, you yeah. let go to the audience, you let go to the performance, to everything and let it be what it's gonna be. And, right. Um, yeah. Hopefully people like it and hopefully people have a good time. Yeah. Because that's what we're trying to create right yeah Yeah. speaking of wanting to punch lead singers in the face i feel like it is so regular to find a punchable face as the front man oh (laughs) it's just like oh i know it sucks you're in like the crosshairs you know it's like i am very punchable no, I'm saying <laughs> you, I didn't. Well, just being the front man, you're the person. If someone is, no, I if know, someone, someone's already, you're already a target. Yeah, you're the main target. It is exactly. so funny that that's like a, such a thing. Yeah, yeah, it's because the the ego often like exists in the front as well. So that that kind of a thing when they try to you know just stand up there alone. When you're comfortable in your own skin, it's actually really nice to watch someone who is comfortable in their own skin be on a stage because you're like, oh, I can. Okay, I can be myself. But when you see someone who's so overly compensating for yeah, like deep, yeah. deep insecurity, you're like, oh my God, it's triggering my own deep insecurity and I need to beat that guy up. Yeah. No, it's, it's, that's, <laughs> yes. beat that's, 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 that's the only true. other option, dude. It really is. Yeah, it is so true. I mean, I, I definitely say that a lot, just like the ego up front. That's, uh, yeah. yeah. I think that's the thing. That, to me, that's like a, um, a staple thing of our shows is how natural it is. If it's not yeah. natural, we don't do it. So yeah, everything cool. kind of feels right all the time when, mm-hmm. you, when you do that. That's really good. I got a last couple questions for you guys. Any um, bad advice you've had about your musical career? Um, you can say, like, what's some bad advice you've received? Or you can go the other route and say, like, what's good advice you've received? Whatever you're feeling. Well, I would say bad. Oh, you can go ahead. I, well, I have good advice on, on my mind because one of our fans asked us this in the live stream. Um, uh, someone in the in music industry told me just to be nice to everyone and to make sure that your team is nice to everyone because if you're not nice on your way up, there nobody's going to like you on your way down, basically. And it's like, that's very true. And this is a really, really small business, small world, the music business. And I, I, that really stuck with me. And I think it's super important just to be, just to be nice to, to people, to your fans, to your the people you work with and i think that's really really important that's great advice i would say bad advice is (laughs) (laughs) i hate this one is fake it till you make it because Uh, to me it's like here in la dude this whole it's full of fakes dude and genuine people i think it's like you stand out so much more if you're a genuine person Hmm. and you're not acting like and that kind of goes to being nice as well like on it like being honest i have something to say about that sure I, i feel like that is very misinterpreted I feel like fake it till you make it is like, you don't need to fake it out to anybody else. You just need to fake it out to yourself. Sure. You literally just need to tell yourself like, I am good enough to show people my music. I'm good enough to send my, you know, EPK to somebody. I'm good enough to share this with the fans. Of course. Yeah. I feel like that 
is what it's trying to say, but yeah, right. Like dress for the job that you yeah, want, exactly. kind of thing. It's that's, yeah, that's, that's, I get what it's trying to do. It's just like I think it promotes people being like, yeah, super. Fa- I fake, hate that, man. Yeah. Well, it adds. It just you know yeah. creates ego and right. Exactly. Yeah, this other shit that was never there. You know. Yeah. yeah, just be yourself. People want to connect with you if you're honest. Yeah. That's just how it, you just you attract people, good people, your way when you do that. Absolutely, mm-hmm. I agree. You know? Um, we have best advice, uh, best gig or worst gig. Um, if you guys want to tell and a this story band? In direction. <laughs> is this all time or all time, it's all, just, of all time because this, this band has not really had a bad gig yeah. yeah like we haven't had like one shit gig I mean this last that gig we had we had literally 10 minutes to set up this yeah. last gig was stressful because we were rushed for very, time very on the we were stuck in traffic we had a backline everything when we showed up we literally we the fastest setup we've ever done ever yeah and this crazy. is like Ten, less than 10 minutes mm-hmm. and we're ready we get 30 seconds to check a snippet of a song and that's it yeah. it was pretty stressful and that's i don't like to do that right before a show it's nice that we can though yeah yeah that's sick yeah we can roll up and do that but i don't i mean i've had a lot of bad yeah. gigs in my last band it felt like you weren't respected when it's like that. yeah you know it's yeah. like all right well your time's up and it's like well we just yeah. 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 so i guess you just want to be respected as an artist and stuff like yeah. that but we've never Especially really, when you're making the money. We've exactly. never had a... Have, yeah. we, have yeah. we had a bad show? I don't think we really have. No. Some are better than others. I mean, I your guitar say... broke, like, oh, many yeah. times. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, Madam Siam was probably technically the worst technically, one, but also oh, yeah. the most fun. Yeah, it was, someone, yeah, it was a bad... Someone yeah. threw, yeah. Someone yeah. threw up on a... that console, though. <laughs> Oh yeah, that's yeah. That's so there why was, it, it was damaged. Oh, yeah, that was a there bad was show. That was so fun. Someone had threw a, up on it. We had a, a reverb on our entire mix for this show at Madam Simon. So everything sounds like it was in a fucking cave. So it was, you know, craziest <laughs> shit ever. But we just like rocked it anyway, and it was wild. And it was wild. everyone was Always jumping around. Shit, but we just yeah. had fun with it, so that was good. My guitar breaks every time we play a show that's part of the reason why i didn't play guitar. Yeah. it's part of the show it's rehearsed, actually. <laughs> but yeah. literally every single time i think i've ever tried yeah, yeah. it's broken at some the point the tubes yes. go out the amp, the amp goes out it it would, it's wait all, what about the troubadour troubadour didn't happen that's actually yeah he only brought the kemper that was the only time I yeah think that it wasn't if there's an inv- amp in- involved it's, then it's, yeah. 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 it's, it's your it's pedal board and your, well your guitar too but yeah best show I would say it was our first one, but That's yeah, the, that was pretty yeah, cool. Yeah, the, the your guys' first one, the Minneapolis show. I was gonna say our first show before you were in the band. Unfortunately, I'm sorry. Sorry, man. Uh, we really <laughs> wish you were there. The first time we ever. If did I could go travel back in time, tour, which was just crazy, I wouldn't have any other white bro. The only reason <laughs> it, it it was the best was because as soon as we got on stage, you started singing any other way. Yeah. The, it, it, not a beat went by that they like verbatim word for word. And we're like, we've never played a show before. How do you guys know all these words? Yeah. And it wasn't just like one or two people. It was like everyone screaming these lyrics back at us. Yeah. And I almost, I, I almost forgot to go, to go into the song. Yeah. yeah. Like it threw me off. I was like, Oh shit, right. play the fill, go in. Yeah. And I'm like, I wasn't expecting that. And yeah. that that's never happened before. Yeah. And like, it happens all the time now because like, a lot of the fans will come out yeah. and they'll know the lyrics. Um, but yeah, that, that was, was like, a, that was a cool moment. Yeah. It was a moment where we were like, Oh fuck, this is real. Like yeah. we're a real band, you know? Cause at first we were like, we're not playing any shows. We put out a single, put out a music video. Right. What do we do? And then we went out on tour. We're like, Oh fuck, this is what we have to do. Like yeah. people love it. And every single song was just like, and then the next show, which was crazy. The next show was even better. 
because people would memorize the lyrics. Yeah, just from the first from game. the videos that they would see on our stories. From it's like, what the fuck? It was crazy. And we love seeing that, and we can't wait to go back on the road with a social again, and we're gonna yeah, yeah. do nice. more of that. Yeah. Last question for you: Any books in particular? Things, uh, written uh, things, books, He's authors, got that have so ready. Real artists don't starve. Jeff Goins, it's a fantastic book. Just finished it. Um, another one is Rich Dad Poor Dad. If you want to talk money, it's a really good one. Um, you're a badass. If you're into self help books, that's mm -hmm. a really good one. Um, or just motivational. Those three are probably great. But real artists don't starve for any musicians out there. It's a must read. That is like, yeah, literally life changing. And uh. Writing, writing better, better lyrics. lyrics. I was about to writing say writing better lyrics by Pat, Pat Patterson. Patterson. Yeah. yeah, he. Um, that's a phenomenal book for songwriting. Um, we we studied it together when we yeah. were on one of our writing trips, or both of the writing trips. Both of them, yeah. And it's really helpful just talking about structures and different um, creative ways to to write a song. So, it's a couple couple options. That's amazing. I love that there's like required reading for these trips. Yeah. As oh, you, yeah. There's, yeah, there's yeah. What, homework. Yeah, it's at first it was like, oh shit, it's required, but then you kind of like want it because it, it bring, helps. Uh, bring these things. Yeah, and just we bring journals. Scribble, fill them up. Scribble on them. This yeah. one says don't go. Yeah, that's when we that's wrote it. That's awesome. Probably when we wrote it. Probably from don't go when we wrote it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which is probably very possible. And, and then we have notes out. Just like random shit. Home. Home. This is one of oh, yeah. yeah. These are like the creative writings where you just pick a topic and then you have a set time and you just kind of go stream of consciousness for like five minutes, ten minutes. Yeah. And then as soon as the timer's off, you have to stop mid-sentence. And it's awesome. That's awesome. Tommy, do you have any other books you want to recommend? Um, For like self-help and like in a band setting, I would say um, a band, uh, book called Extreme Ownership, which is about how, like yeah, it's about like how businesses overcome problems and how you effectively lead and it's not what you think it's not like you don't lead with like an iron fist you lead with a team you know and like that's been like so helpful in this setting and outside of band stuff just like what's it called again extreme ownership extreme ownership yeah it's really good and it's basically you got to take ownership of everything if the team is failing if the band's failing i can't be pointing at him him or him no. i need to be what can i be doing to do that mm -hmm. and then as i'm doing that you have you're gonna everybody else is gonna be doing that as well because you're not when you point the finger he he's gonna be resistant yeah you know so like now you're not coming to any sort of uh solution at that point so yeah, right there. exactly totally so that's great well guys thank you that is so many good things for me to chew on take in appreciate your time appreciate your talent uh, great meeting you. You guys also seem really, really nice. Would love to yeah, hang out in the out. future. Yeah, let's <laughs> come, come to our spot. We're in North Hollywood. Come, come. We always us. hit happy hour yeah. at Republic of Pie every Tuesday yeah. and Thursday at three p.m. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and if you, 